As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. There's no crying in baseball! I ate his liver with some father beans. I skinned. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change! And welcome to another episode of Your Next Favorite Movie. I am your host, Josh G. And this is part three of my favorites from the year I was born, but of course going in reverse order. So we'll go ahead and get started right away on this one, and we'll kick it off with 2002. So, you're going to laugh, but I thought about going with Jason X, because even though I know it's not one of the best in the franchise, I enjoy it quite a bit. It was my first time seeing Jason on a big screen, so I like it. But, couldn't go with that. Thought about The Ring, because that, that had a big impact. Enjoyed that. Frailty with Bill Paxton and Matthew McConaughey was really good. But ultimately, I chose between two movies. These were the first two movies like after I had turned 17 and was old enough to actually go into an R-rated movie by myself, legally, I should say. I thought about going 8 Mile with Eminem, but ultimately, I went Red Dragon. This is what the subject's teeth look like. I need your advice, Dr. Lecter. I'm all ears. He smashes mirrors and uses the pieces. Wears latex gloves so we've got no prints. What do we make of that symbol? It marks the red dragon. May I touch your face? I am becoming more than a man. I am the dragon. I regret it came to this, but every game must have its end. Red Dragon, rated R. So Anthony Hopkins is back as Hannibal Lecter, and I know this takes place before Silence of the Lambs, and he's older, so it's kind of strange in that regard, but I still think he does a good job. I think Edward Norton does a good job as Will Graham. I I like Ray Fiennes as the Tooth Fairy character, and I I like this. I know a lot of people don't, and a lot of people say they prefer Manhunter, and I mean, Manhunter is good, but it's just, it's it's very different, because it's Michael Mann in the 80s. A lot of synth going on in that one. I like my Manhunter, but I, I prefer Red Dragon if I'm going to choose one or the other. So I went Red Dragon. All right, 2001. I thought about going with a Nicole Kidman movie, talking about The Others, because that thing, man, I watched that one night by myself, late at night in the dark, and I'm not going to lie, it, it was genuinely creepy. But ultimately, a movie that I love from this year, and it was it got an Oscar-winning performance out of Denzel Washington. Of course, I am talking about Training Day. There's some profoundly evil people walking the streets right now. I don't handicap myself with rules. You ain't no police. You can't be like this. I'm the police. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> you never know. That's the point. Starts October 5th. Training Day is fantastic. As I said, Denzel won an Oscar. Ethan Hawke was fantastic. And Scott Glenn shows up. He's not a big part, but he, he he's good in the role. You know, it's about cops that maybe aren't as good as they seem to be. It's just, it's got some great quotes from the movie. It's just overall a good time, and I, I love it, and I think it holds up. All right, 2000. Now, I thought about going with Ron Howard's How the Grinch Stole Christmas with Jim Carrey. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, however you say it. But ultimately, I didn't want to do that. I went with Christian Bell, star directed by Mary Heron. 
American Psycho. Patrick Bateman has a busy day. 12.30 Power Lunch. Another martini, Paul. 3.45 Board Meeting. What do you think? Oh, very nice. 7 o'clock Friendly Takeover. Patrick, you're so sweet. 9.15 Make a Killing. So, what do you do? I'm into, uh, well, murders and executions mostly. American Psycho. Rated R. So this is obviously based off the book by Brett Easton Ellis, which kind of gives you a somewhat clearer picture of what's going on. Sometimes it can be a little hard to understand the movie. I know the first time I watched the movie in 2000, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand it. But since it's become one of my favorite movies to go back and watch, it is definitely over the top. It is definitely violent. It is definitely not for the pain of heart just because of some of the other stuff happening in it. But for me... It's something I'd recommend someone to go watch if they haven't seen it. All right, so 1999. I almost went with Cruel Intentions, but ultimately I had to go back to David Fincher's Fight Club. How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? From the director of Seven. The first rule of Fight Club is do not talk about Fight Club. We gotta take Fight Club up a notch. What did you guys do? Without pain. I mean, you know, Fight Club, Edward Norton, Brad Pitt, they start the Fight Club. You can't talk about Fight Club. I'm not going to say where it goes. If you haven't seen Fight Club, just sit down, watch it. You will not be disappointed. All right, 1998. I thought about heavily about going Halloween H2O with this one. It was my first time seeing like one of those big slasher franchises in a theater. I had a lot of fun with it. Ultimately decided not to go with it. I thought about going with Blade because I love Blade. I think Wesley Snipes is great as Blade. But in the end, I had to go with the teen com, my favorite teen comedy. Well, probably one of my favorite teen comedies. Can't hardly wait. Time to get freaky! Their first night of freedom. He is the most dope guy in school. Yeah, and school's over. Was their last chance. Amanda? To say what they want. God, you're a hottie. Hey, can I see you naked? Do what they feel. Maybe I should wear a hat. Listen here, Hootie. Hootie! And be who they are. I wonder how William was doing at the party. I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my legs! Can't hardly wait. Rated PG-13. Opens everywhere June 12th. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know why this one, I don't know if I just saw it at the right time, but this one just, I mean, I wasn't in high school when I saw this, but it still just clicked with me, and I think, um, maybe I had a little crush on Jennifer Love Hewitt, I can't really remember, Ethan Ember's great in it, Seth Green is funny as in it, I just love the overall story, I love the fact that he runs into, Ethan Ember's character runs into Jenna Elfman, and she's an angel stripper, she calls it an angel dancer. But it's just a fun time. It's got a good soundtrack, at least for me, at least for me in that time frame, I guess. But yeah, that would definitely be my favorite from 98. 97. All right, going back to my man, good old Quentin Tarantino, going with Jackie Brown. If you're going to come in on this thing, you got to go all the way. Half a million dollars is up for grabs. Don't go doing something stupid. And a whole lot of scamming is about to go down. Let him get the money and just take it from us. 
The setup, the shakedown, the mix-up, the showdown. Booyah. Pam Greer, Samuel L. Jackson, Robert Forster, Bridget Fonda, Michael Keaton, and Robert De Niro. Is she dead? Pretty much. Quentin Tarantino's Jackie Brown, rated R. Yeah, I mean, Pam Greer's fantastic in this. You know, we've, co- we've covered this one on the show. This is probably the first one we've covered on the show that uh, I'm putting, putting on this list, so... I suggest if you haven't, go back and listen to that. Tucky Williams did a great job on there talking about Jackie Brown. But Pam Greer is great. Robert Ford is great. Samuel Jackson is great. De Niro's in a very small, odd role for him, but he's doing a fantastic job in it. Michael Keaton pops up. And this is only, well, it's probably about eight years after the first Batman. So, but yeah. 1996. Yeah, I, I didn't have many options to choose from when I was looking over 96. Apparently, I wasn't a fan of that year, but I did come across Robert Rodriguez from Dust Till Dawn. For two of America's most dangerous criminals. Now, do you understand the meaning of the words low profile? One night is all that stands between them and freedom. This is my kind of place. But it's going to be one hell of a night. From Robert Rodriguez, from Quentin Tarantino. Welcome to slavery. No thanks. I already had a wife. From dusk till dawn, rated R. Now I remember the first time I saw From Dusk Till Dawn. I didn't know what it was. And for anyone that may not know what that movie is, I'm not even going to say what it is, but just say it starts off as one thing and then changes about halfway through. And it's, I mean, it's great. It's got George Clooney, Harvey Keitel, Quentin Tarantino acting in it. And I'm pretty sure he's directing at least some of the scenes he's in. Not the whole thing. But if you haven't seen From Dust Till Dawn, check it out. It's worth a watch. Like I said, I don't want to even say what it is. Because if you don't know what's coming, it's it's worth it to see it without it coming. Not knowing it's coming. Because it's, it's kind of a shock to the system when you don't know it's coming. All right, 1995. So, on my original list, I had Tales from the Hood. That came out in 95, so I'm not going to use that. I thought about Braveheart, because I really, really liked Braveheart, especially growing up. I watched that movie a lot. Doesn't seem like something I would have watched a lot now that I go back and rewatch it, but I did watch it a lot then. And then a movie I saw in theaters multiple times. The first opening weekend, I literally saw it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mortal Kombat. Not a good movie, but I still love it. But, But the one I go back to the most, even now... Alicia Silverstone, clueless. You shop, you dress, and you party. What else is there? Stuff. Clueless. Are you okay? Uh, I'm fine. Rated PG-13. Now playing at theaters. I mean, there's no reason for me to even really like this movie. I don't, I've never been, well, I've been to California, but I hadn't been to California at the time of this movie. This seemed like the kind of people that would just annoy me at all times, and yet... I fell in love with Clueless for some reason. I don't know. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it in a while, just go check it out. It's really funny. You get I think you get a lot of great performances out of it. It's well directed. So if you haven't checked out Clueless, just check it out. 1994. So on my list of favorites, I have the Shawshank Redemption. I have Forrest Gump. So those two aren't gonna make it here. And you might think I'd go with Tarantino's pulp fiction, but I'm not. And I thought about going with The Crow, which we covered last month, but I'm not. I'm going with the action film Speed. Pop quiz, hot shot. 
there's a bomb on a bus. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? The game began with the ultimate test. Where's Jack? Where do you think? Now. Stay on or get off. Get off. This is much better. He's the only solution. Pop quiz. You have a hair trigger aimed at your head. What do you do? Keanu Reeves. What do you do? Speed. Keanu Reeves, Sandra Bullock, Dennis Hopper's having a lot of fun in this role. I mean, this is just, I mean, you can call it Die Hard on a Bus if you want. But, man, I just have a ton of fun with Speed. It's just, it's a fun action flick. Jeff Daniels is even in it. I think you got Alan Ruck is one of the people on the bus. If you don't know, it's about this bus that once it hits 55, this bomb detonates and they can't drop below 55. And they have all these passengers on the bus because it's the city bus. So... Yeah, if you haven't checked out Speed, check it out. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up this episode. we got one more to go, and we will be done with this whole thing. But in the meantime, check us out on Twitter and Instagram, at YNFMoviePod, available wherever you get your podcast. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave that coveted five-star review. It helps the show get seen and maybe get some more listens. And Anyways, you guys take care. I'll talk to you next time.